Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. And uh, did you guys uh, do your trick-or-treating? Now that we're on the other side, into November. Sort of. I did the adult version of trick-or-treating. You which went is, I went all the cheap candy? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Oh, damn. <laughs> I went to Walgreens, and I went hit up that 40% off rack, or rack shelf, and... Uh, and uh, stocked up. I got some Reese's Take Five. I got some mini fun size Snickers. And, um, you know, trick or treated like an adult. <laughs> yeah, I tried to go to Walmart today to buy half price candy. There isn't any. I just don't know if they just boxed it up and sent it back. I don't know what they do now. Like, I expected I, to see a whole shelf. I, I did too. I, well, I went to the two grocery stores first. And then I was like, Walgreens are going to have some discount candy. And sure enough, Walgreens did. Hmm. But I only did that because I don't have children that I can use to get candy. I mean, that is true. They, they are very good candy-getting machines. But, uh, you know, we were talking about it a little bit last week about the, ch- the, ch- the children who are extending Halloween into a, a week-long affair. Um, and we actually did something of the sorts. Uh, downtown Statesville had, like, a trick-or-treat. Like, all the businesses did a trick-or-treat thingy on... So, like, legitimately a trick-or-treat street. Yeah, yeah. It was like a trick-or-treat neighborhood, really. Um, or downtown. It was like a tri- trick-or-treat bunch of bunch of city blocks. Um, but, uh, it, but it was trick Wednesday. Trick-or-treat streets. So, it was literally, like, Wednesday. So, we're talking... We're expanding way well past. Oh, yeah. Well past. Halloween week now. That's right. That's right. All of October next year. Get it right. So you're, you're stocked up. You got Candy Mountain. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. My son, whom I'm, I love and adore more than anything in the world, he, like, totally, he enjoyed trick-or-treating. But, like, he had, so on regular Halloween, on actual Halloween, Sunday, we went and walked around this neighborhood. Um, and they, he was, like, he had, like, four candies in his bucket. And he was like, that's enough candy. He literally was like, I think we have enough candy. Let's go back home. And I was like, no, no, no. This is not how this works. <laughs> You're like, dad wants candy. So, I mean, he was having fun trick-or-treating. I, he was just like, oh, nope, I think I have enough candy now. And I was like, no, 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 no. You don't, you don't quite understand the amount like, of candy. Hang on, let me look have. at this bucket. You have four, three, two. You only have one piece of candy in here. <laughs> You're not done till I say you're done. Get back to trick-or-treating. Um. So we, uh, so yeah, so we walked around this, this, uh, this neighborhood and, and we ended up getting an, oh, like not, no, no, it not even, not even an okay amount. It was, it was a very small amount of candy for two kids. It was, it was a little disappointing. Um, but you know, here's one thing. If you're out there, by the way, if you're listening and you put up all these decorations for Halloween, I mean, I'm talking cobwebs and blow up fucking whatever dragons blow up and stuff, yeah. blow up dolls. Um, and then my four-year-old knocks on your door and says trick or treat, and you don't have candy. You need to stop. That is not. That's not okay. It's against that's the fair. rules. If it's you're gonna rules. go through all the effort of doing all of the decorating, you got to follow through on the what? day, right? Like we were yeah. like, it was. It was like one of the first houses. We were like, oh, these guys, yeah, definitely gonna have candy. My uh, Dana goes up and knocks on the door with CJ. And they're like, oh, oh, we're not doing candy this year. And it's like, well, what are you doing then? Like, wh- who is this for? For, for prost- just, I don't know, for show? You want to be the coolest house? I don't know. It wasn't even that no, cool. They were the coolest house 
they, they would have no decorations and give out king size candy bars. <laughs> right. That's that's what a, a a coworker used to do. He used to he used to give out the the king size candy bars, and I was like, that is legit. That's the way to do it. That is how you win Halloween. So, yeah, that was a bit of a that was a bit of a bummer. And then also, if you have a planter on your on your front step with your light on. Um, stop that too because then we think it's candy and then we go try to get it but it's just a plant (laughs) (laughs) take your plants inside take your plants inside on halloween it's it's rule number one (laughs) so wait did you ask like questions as from these people as to why they were not participating in candy giving in 2021 but had all the decorations because i think my question would have been like why is your house decorated like this then yeah i I, and why is your light on well so their light their light wasn't on but it was still light out, so right, you know, because their little kids go early, so yeah, um, oh, okay. like first first round of trick or treaters, it was like it was like not even dusk yet, so. <laughs> but but anywho, I should have taken the decorations. We did not ask questions because really, it's none of our business. But it is well, my you business. Should have, you should have tricked them. This really I should, I should have tricked them. Be like, well, I mean, I mean they okay. did trick you. I mean, the word is trick or treat, and you got. Tricked. I guess it is. A, I guess mm. it was a trick. Yeah. yeah. I guess it was a they trick. Should so. have, they should have opened the door and said trick or treat when you were approaching. <laughs> <laughs> treat? Oh, <crap>. Wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Incorrect. Get out of here. Uh, but, you know, CJ did end up having fun. Lucas was just, he didn't know what was going on. But he seemed to have fun, too. So it was fun. Just I uh, wish the hall was a little bit larger. That was the big. Yeah. Well, there's still, you still got plenty of time. I mean. You still got years and years of. Of milking these kids for all their milk debts. That's true. I thought you meant that uh, we're just going to extend past Halloween now. Oh, like, you could do that too, maybe. Or, Dia, you know. Dia de los Mortes. Uh, go to Walgreens. That's, uh, that's the other option. I wanted to. I wanted to. But no, stupid stupid Walmart. I, they hide it. I mean, they must hide it. Walgreens, CVS. All those places have candy. Maybe not yeah. the big. Maybe not the big stores. Maybe not grocery stores. I didn't go out anywhere today and look for candy, so I have no idea. Maybe I'm wrong. We're hunting for candy. Not on that fifty percent prowl. <laughs> not no. doing adult trick or treating. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I How about, did you do anything for to, Halloween? Me? Yeah. The the person who hasn't commented yet on there what they did for Halloween. No, I sat around and watched football all day, um, and watched my fantasy football team fall apart. So that was fun. Yeah. No, did you guys hand out candy? Poor, no, we live on a busy street, so we never mm. get we never get trick or treaters. We always have a bag of candy. It's always Reese's peanut butter cups, uh, just in case somebody comes. But we all we also know that like nobody ever comes because we live on a busy street. So therefore, we get the bag of Reese's peanut butter cups, and nobody's ever upset if you have a whole bag of Reese's peanut butter pumpkins because nobody came to your house, even though they look right. like little turds. Yeah, the yeah. pumpkin shape's a little questionable. But, yeah, they uh, don't look like pumpkins. Like, like no, no, no pumpkins here. So, Obert, what did you do? Oh, I already explained my whole adult trick or treating thing. Yeah, yeah, but what did no. you do on the actual day? Oh, I went to a party. Um, you know, that was fine. That was fun, but uh, didn't didn't have much. You know, I I mentioned I had done the pumpkin carving a couple weeks ago. It was too warm this year. The pumpkins did not last until <laughs> I carved them too early. It was, didn't didn't make it to Halloween. But uh, did not hand out any candy, did not go knock on people's doors or throw eggs at people's houses. I just uh, stayed at home after the party was over. I wanted to go to Rocky Horror Picture Show, but they were sold out before I could snag those tickets, unfortunately. Mm. 
So wait, so yeah. in your in your place where you live, I'm not going to give it away, but you do happen to live in <laughs> at your address, <laughs> one twenty five. At your address, um, I don't think it's a secret that you live in a condo. Uh, you don't get trick or treaters. Nah. Like you live in like a pretty large, like housing I never, development. I've, I've lived in a lot of places that weren't like single family houses and I've never gotten any trick or treaters at any of them. I don't know. I feel like Condor like Complex would be the best you... place to hit up. There's multiple places to hit in one area. Didn't see anybody. Sorry to tell you. Were you prepped and ready to go in case somebody did knock at your door? No, of course not. That's why I bought the candy today. <laughs> so if somebody knocked now, you'd have Oh, candy. I'd be ready. I'd be ready. Yeah. But they're like, we're doing it. We're extending the week to the to no into November now. We can do it. But you just you never know with Halloween these days. You just never know. It could be any day of the year. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween oh, Palooza. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need our own our own Halloween. <laughs> um oh. if anybody if anybody in a costume knocks on your door, it's gonna be really awkward if the police come to arrest you though. Um, yeah. Like, oh, look at that. That looks really realistic. Good costume. Yeah. Oh, at least they're real handcuffs. How'd you get these? Let, let me ask Let me ask you guys, uh, uh, like, a feels on this. Because we were we were walking around this, this neighborhood. And uh, it was uh, my friend lives in the neighborhood. So that's why we were, you know, all gallivanting in there. Um, but we bought, we brought uh, uh, adult beverages on the walk. I don't know if that's, like, number one. I don't know if it's legal in North Carolina, but like I, I also did not see a lot of other adults doing it. So yeah. is, is that bad? <laughs> I, I've seen people do it. I've even seen houses that give out adult beverages to the parents of the trick or treaters. So I think it's fine. That's that's the that's the neighborhood I want to live in when I'm when I'm when I'm older when I grow up. Uh, but yeah, I felt I felt a little weird. I was trying to look up the the open carry law open container law and uh the like 1031 exception clause right be like except <laughs> except on halloween where <laughs> if you put if you put it in a brown paper bag you're good to go or yeah. uh orange plastic sphere <laughs> <laughs> you mean a, oh. you mean a red solo cup yeah that's not orange <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to play the drop. No, we're talking about the pla- the, the things that Chris's son was using to hold the candy. <laughs> oh, you're talking about him walking around holding the a, pumpkin. A, a full pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. Chug the little pumpkin. plastic pumpkin things. Yeah. Oh, man. But anyway, with that excellent transition. Red Solo Cup. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. Todd, I see your beer getting warm quickly on the counter there. Um, why, don't you, why don't you start us off here? What do you got this week? This week, I am drinking a beer from, from Definitive Brewing Company called Late Night. It's a raspberry marshmallow delight. It's an imperial Ooh. sour with raspberry marshmallow and graham cracker. One of those guys. Mm, okay. Okay. It sounds, uh, and I don't know, it sounds like a, uh, one of the cobbler beers. Or a key lime pie beer. Or a key lime pie beer. Maybe. Well, I mean, I, th- I think it's probably going to be very similar. Um, it's 8.1% ABV. It's out of a large can. Um, and it's this brewery is a brewery out of Maine. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite uh, Portland breweries. It's across the street from Allagash. 
And uh, also next to uh, the the first location for Austin Street, as well as uh, like three other breweries, like good. Um, oh, is that that foundation building? Yeah. Foundation and Battery Steel and. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And there is a there. Th- yeah, that's a, that's probably the best building in Maine. <laughs> that that is a it's a cool little spot. So that so there's that building that's got like four or five breweries in it. Then Definitive is next door, and then across the street is Allagash. Um, nice so, little strip. Yeah, it's a really cool spot to just hang out and spend a couple hours at. And so last time we were up there going to the Barreled Souls party, we stopped by Definitive, and I thought to grab some of this beer to bring on back and bring on the pot. So. Ooh, look at that beer. As you guys can see, it is slightly, I don't know if pink is the word, but maybe like pink raspberry lemonade color. Like it's kind yeah. of pinkish, but it's but it's not quite pink. It's also like a pinkish brown type color. Pinkish brown, I think actually, as hard as that is for someone to visualize not looking at the beer, that's pretty much dead on what, it's, what it is. <laughs> uh, you know, no head. It uh, dissipated pretty fast. It looks kind of it's bubbly. like It's like if you took a steak, cooked it like medium rare, threw it in a blender, that's what color your, your, your blended liquid would look like. Yeah, it's like, the, it's like the blood that leaks out of a medium rare steak. Well, no, that's like red, red, I feel like. The blood isn't like brownish, pinkish. Maybe. I guess it depends on how juicy it is. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Not to derail your color thing. No, that's okay. Um, on the nose... I definitely, I definitely smell the sourness of the beer, and I smell a lot of the marshmallow um, and maybe a little bit of graham cracker. I don't smell any raspberries at all. It definitely smells like a like a sour marshmallow. Yeah, that doesn't sound too appealing to me. But hopefully, your mouth taste is better than the nose taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's try it up. It's beer thirty, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cause it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby! Alright, so, on the on the, the actual taste, I do get, um, it's, it is sour, but not it's not like overly sour. It's like a 3 on the sour scale. But I do get a lot of the raspberries um, on a more muted scale, and I get a lot of graham cracker. Yeah, I don't get a lot of marshmallow, um... Maybe I like the aftertaste, but really what comes through is the sourness of the, of the raspberries. But it, like I said, it's not quite like a sour raspberry. It's it's more like a, a extremely ripe raspberry. Still has a little bit of tanginess to it. Um, like it hasn't turned it, into a blue raspberry yet. Right, right. And then that graham cracker finish at the end is, is really, really good. Um, kind of tastes like a Teddy Graham. As far as the mouthfeel goes, um, that, I think that's where the marshmallow kind of shines through the most, is it makes it a little bit thicker, but it's not overly thick. Um, even as you guys can see, like it's not a thick beer. Uh, mm. It tastes probably thicker than it looks, but it still doesn't taste overly thick, and it definitely has a nice level of carbonation that I was not expecting. Based on how bubbly the beer is in the glass, I thought it was going to be very pringly, but it, it turns out to be kind of subdued when it's in your mouth. Now, is that because of the the lactose? Is that where this marshmallowy taste is coming from? Is there lactose in here? No, there's marshmallow in here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes yeah. I see that on a label where it's like like a s'mores beer or whatever, and it's just like brewed with lactose. Mm. So, no, I I, I, sni- I can smell the marshmallow like from the the, the the glass smells like marshmallow. The entire area around me kind of smells 
a little like a sour marshmallow. But it, I don't get any of the. <laughs> but I don't That's get not any how of marshmallows the, work. <laughs> I don't get any of the any of the like the sweetness from the marshmallow. I get a lot of raspberry, oh. and I get a lot of graham cracker. Okay, um, sounds but maybe, good. Maybe that's kind of what gives the Teddy Graham flavor is the sweetness that's kind of like upping the graham cracker sweetness a little bit. But it's not overpowering. It's not, I don't feel like I just shoved, you know, up. What are those things called? The uh, What's the what's the big marshmallow brand? Stay Puffed? There you go. I don't feel like I just shoved like a Stay Puffed marshmallow in my mouth. It's, it's, it's very much like a sweet graham cracker with some raspberry while the smell is, is overly marshmallowy. Right. Okay, so the marshmallow comes through more on the nose than than in the taste. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna be curious to know how this tastes as it uh as it warms up a little bit. Mm, I guess good thing we put you up first, then, huh? Yeah, that was gonna be my question. I know you were saying like I wonder if it'll balance out more. You'll pull more other flavor other flavors out um, as could, it warms up. I could see that happening. Um, it's definitely it's definitely that type of beer that you can tell is gonna change a little bit as it's not fridge temperature. Right. Um, overall though, it's a really good sour. Um, this is on par with, with things that you would get maybe from like a Skygazer type, type beer, except for this is a little bit thinner than that of like a Skygazer watercolor. So usually those are a little bit thicker because they're brewed with a large amount of lactose. And this, as I pointed out to Obert, doesn't have any lactose in it outside of marshmallows, which I don't believe marshmallows are made with lactose. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I I don't think so either. Um, Hmm. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. I really like this beer. Wow. Okay. Wow. That yeah. was. I was not expecting that. I didn't it's feel like really was, good. I don't know. I just. I felt like there was a lot of like. I don't know. Maybe. It's a subtle I, four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's you were like a, you were like very like just, quietly solemnly appreciating this beer as opposed <laughs> to being like blown away I, by how good it was. I was expecting. I was. I was expecting like a four based on based on the review. But hey. Good, good hey, honor. you're no Ted Cleo, right? That is true. What There's is, only what, one. What am I? There's only one. <laughs> Listen, I think it's a, I think it's a really well balanced beer. Um, it sounds good. It sounds delicious. That so. has a lot of flavors to it, and nothing, at least at this point, nothing is overpowering the other flavors. And I hope that as it warms up, and I'll jump in at the end of whoever goes last uh, beer to just kind of give like a run back. But I think it's four and a half. I mean, there's it, it, it's delicious. Okay. What was it called again? Late night. N I T E, right? Or is it G H T? Or is it K N I G H T? It is N I T E. Okay. <laughs> so I have it pulled up here. There are a whole bunch of different late nights from uh Definitive Brewing Company. But I have the Raspberry Marshmallow Delight here. Seven oh two check ins. Mm, okay. Hmm. That's not as high as I thought it would be, but it's still pretty high. I think Definitive has a lot of a lot of hype around it. Um, it is it is a very underappreciated brewery in Portland. I'm gonna say the Untapped Diverse definitely gonna be over a four. I don't know if it's gonna quite be as high as me. Uh, four point one seven. Pretty close. Four point two two. Ah man. Point oh five off. Getting in there. Getting in there. Not Good bad. enough to get on the board for now. I was gonna say I was gonna board. say four point four point two, but I thought that might have been too high. So. You know what they, we say on here, you got to stick with your gut. Except for when your gut's wrong, then change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, we've been saying that for a long time. It, we have, yeah. It's really no, kind of our catchphrase. <laughs> they also, so they also have um, a late night triple berry pie, uh, blueberry waffles. 
Ooh, and passion fruit raspberry layer cake. Yeah, all of those sound really good. Yeah, the pancake they, one sounds really, really, really good. Yeah, the blueberry waffles—they uh, all seem like they're checking in right around what you rated this one. So none are like way better or way worse. So if you okay. get more from Definitive Brewing, you know, definitely pick up those late night sour series for sure. I, I will keep my eye open next time I'm in the brewery to see if they have more in cans. Yeah. Man, I miss I miss all those East Coast breweries you got up there. Oh. We're always accepting new people into New England. Yes. A very warm and welcoming group of people. New Englanders are well known <laughs> for their hospitality worldwide. So if you'd like to if you'd like to come back to New England and live, I'm sure you'll be you'll be welcomed. Oh, with open visitor, arms. Uh-huh. Yeah, but if you're just a visitor, you can get out. Okay. So um, now that my review's done, which one of you wants to drink the most? I mean, I'll go. Okay, Obert, you can go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is like a setup here. All <laughs> right. I, I, fully, I fully expected it. All right, so this is a beer that I've been very excited to bring to the show for like four episodes now. It's just been with the pumpkin and then the... The Halloween episode, I just haven't had a chance to squeeze it in. This is, we're a little late to the party now, but here in the Northwest, we are coming off of the tail end of the fresh hop season. All the hops here are harvested in um, September, October timeframe. And a lot of people make wet hop beers or fresh hop beers. And I have one I'm a little belatedly bringing to the podcast, but very excited nonetheless. This is Fremont's Field to Ferment can Mm. right here. Um, And I'm going to have to ask Todd to do a little bit of work for me while I give this review because I threw away the box. This is the last one of the four pack I had, but it says on their website to go, it says to go to their website for the info of exactly which hops are in the beer if you could be checking that out while i while i talk about this beer is this a yearly release are we gonna have to look up the well that's something i haven't looked at untapped yet um but i think i think that you could argue that this is because of the nature of the fresh hop beers and the fact that each one is going to have a different unique hop profile i think this would fall under the unique check-in annual check-in but we'll see what untapped says we'll see if there's a different category for 2021 or not so I um, do have the the information around the beer. So when you're ready, you let me know, and I will inform the view or the the viewers. I'll inform the listeners of what the beer is. All right, sounds good. So you can see here, bright green can, evocative of these uh, fresh hops that are that are in here. I uh, scoured far and wide for some fresh hop beers. This was the best one I had. Um, spoiler alert: This is not the first time I've drank this beer. This will be the eighth time I drank this beer, actually, because I got a four-pack. It was so good, I got another four-pack, <laughs> which is rare for me to do. And unfortunately, this is a little dated. The w- last time I had it, it was like weeks old. This is um, when I went back for the more recent time. I had to get an even older four-pack, if that makes sense. So not super fresh, but still canned 9.15. You know, we're, what, six weeks? It's okay, you know. Um, but... Um, I just so I just poured it. We got a little bit of floaties here, but it looks like a typical hazy IPA, not super hazy. While we let this head settle down, um, what do, what do you got? What do you got for us? Is this story time from Tud over here? It is story time from Tud. Um, so this beer is uh, 
It was brewed and canned on September 14th, 2021. Uh, that was the first day. So your beer was part of the second batch canned, it seems. Um, they say the fresh range is to drink AFAP, which is as fresh as possible. And it, it has an award. It won the 2017 Silver Medal at the Great American Beer Festival for fresh or wet hop ale. Hmm, okay. So, so this year's beer was brewed with two-row pale Munich malt, white wheat, and acidulated malt with fresh Centennial and Simcoe hops, and then a Centennial and Simcoe dry hop. Oh, okay. Okay, some traditional hop styles here. Yeah, it comes in at 50 IBU, 6% ABV, and Obert, if, if you if you allow me, well, I, actually, I would like you to tell me the aromas that you get. And I'll tell you that if you've if you've met the brewer's expectations of the aromas you should be getting. Okay. Yeah, I get on the on the scale of juicy to dank, this is much more on the juicy side than the piney side. Those tropical citrusy johns we always talk about. Nice uh I don't know. Just tropical, okay? It's like what are they what kind of fruits do they have in the tropics? P- pineapple? Mango? <laughs> citrus? Stone fruit? Pom- pomegranate? No, that's not a citrus. Stone fruit? No. This is um, orangey? No, I don't know. I'm bad at this. I'm bad at the fruits game. Well, That's why I don't do it. You are close. So the aromas that you should be getting are citrus notes with grapefruit shining through. Stone fruit, melon, tropical, floral, and grassy aromas add complexity with a light pine after finish. Mm. Told you. Yeah, that's pretty much what I said, I think. <laughs> I also have the flavor profile that you should be getting too. So we can well, let see. me let me take a sip, and then you know we'll see how my flavor description compares to theirs. No, I'm I'm glad to hear that I got one of the day two canning ones. A lot of the hops around here come from the Yakima Valley, um, which is in central Washington. So you know, a couple hundred miles west of me, but I feel close enough to consider local heritage around these parts. Um, and uh, just to, you know, for our listeners that might not know exactly what the difference is between this beer and like a, a, a beer you'd see somewhere else, like wet hops, um, they're not dried first when they're put into the beer uh, or when they're brewed into the beer. So it adds like uh, the, a lot of the oils and some of the acidity and things like that are like preserved and it adds a lot more flavor to the beer. It can uh, a dry hop beer or uh, a, a beer with like normal hopped um Normal normally has like dried hops, which takes some of that stuff out. Whereas wet hops, they basically just get picked off the thing, get washed, and put into the beer. So, yeah, like uh, I think a good analogy is like you know you're t- we talked a couple weeks ago about apple picking, right? These are like the apples, yeah. you know, a normal beer. It's like the apples you get in the grocery store in like you know June. It's like those apples have been picked <laughs> a long time ago. They just were preserved until yeah. now. Wet hop beers, same things. These are the fresh, super ripe mm-hmm. hops, which is why the beer again is called Field to Ferment because they literally take them off the out of the hop vines and literally get them in the brew kettle as soon as they can. Yep. So. Yeah. No, that's good. Good explanation there, Chris. I liked your I liked your apple picking analogy. Better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Call back to a couple weeks ago, right? <laughs> um. Okay. So I'm gonna dive in here and see if I, my flavor matches what, what Ted's got over there. Sure. So it also should be noted that the um, the beer has a, a slogan, which is fresh hops are the best hops. 
that they are. And um, like I said, that's why I went and got a second four pack of these because, um, you know, in New England, you have some really super, super hoppy, amazing East Coast IPAs. Uh, that style is a little harder to come by around here. So when a really delicious hop forward beer like this comes out and you can taste that freshness, I was all about it, you know. Um, but let's, again, see what we got here. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Yeah, uh, it tastes like an IPA. <laughs> no, it's, um, again, you can really taste that hop freshness for sure. Um, you get those grapefruity notes, the tropical fruit we talked about on the nose taste. Um, a little, the subtle pininess, maybe not so subtle with 50 IBUs, but you get that that bitterness from the, the pininess. But it's really just like wave after wave of, just super, super fresh hops hitting you in the mouth on all the taste buds. How'd I do? So the flavor profile that the the brewery notes on their website is a gently sweet with moderate bitterness and a light mouth-watering body. Hmm. Yeah, I could say that. Just like just like you, Ted, with your gentle sweetness and mouth-watering body. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone I ever know who's met Tud has described him with those two separate adjectives, separate descriptors. I have that description of myself tattooed under the side of my foot. That yeah. way, in case people ever figure it out, they could be like, oh, here's his identifier. Mouthwatering body, check. <laughs> uh, but no, I've, I've really enjoyed this beer a lot this year. Um, I want to play the game. I don't think I've checked it in. Like I said, this is the eighth one I've had, so it's possible that I might have done it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to want somebody to, to double-check that for me. So but, I um, have it pulled up, and you have not checked in oh, either good. of the things. But I will. T- so I will tell you that the, the 2021 version on Untapped does look like it was... It has, like, the picture of the, the beer, um, like, the can, and it does have over 1,300 check-ins. So I'm willing to guess that this is one that we should... Use Honor. the 2021 version. Yeah. So there are 1,308 check-ins on this. On on the normal one, there's 5,738 check-ins. For so, like every year. Like the correct. just generic one. Yeah. No, I think, I think um, I'm glad we've identified both. I think I want to look at the 2021. We said this is with um, Simcoe and Centennial. Was that the hot profile? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, I think that changes from year to year. So I don't want to be comparing apples to different kinds of apples, you know. <laughs> <laughs> apples to different apples. Right. Um, uh, and, and you are correct. Uh, previous years are different hop profiles. So Okay. Um, this, oh, this, one... has a, this has a fresh range as well on Untapped that didn't exist on their website. It a says fresh range? Within... Yes. So on their website, they said drink AFAP. Right. On Untapped, they have it listed as fresh range, 90 days from packaged on date. Okay. I'm still in it. I'm still don't in look, the 90 don't show. day window. Don't oh, so. show. Yep. That was <laughs> don't worry. I didn't see didn't see anything uh, I shouldn't have. But um, for me, this is going to come in at four and a quarter. I can't give it a four and a half, even though I've had a bunch of them. Um, 
they go down like candy on the day after Halloween for sure. But um, <laughs> it doesn't make it into that upper echelon tier of haze bomb New England IPAs that I love so much. Um, it's like a 4.4, but I'm rounding down. Um, on the untapped average, I think um, I think people are going to like it. I think especially one advantage of, of having the version this year is you know if they started brewing this beer on whatever, 9.15, everybody's in that freshness window, right? So everybody's checking in the fresh beer here. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's going to be over a four. Um, I think it's going to be a 4.11. So you are right. It's over, it is over a four, but it's not that's that high. a little too aggressive, huh? Yeah. It's four, 4.01. Oh, one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. doesn't have that hot pipe that some smaller breweries have, which I get, but... Uh, you know, for, in terms of fresh hot beers, this was what I could find out here. For an un for not for points on the board, do you want to take a stab at what the the overall rating of the beer is? You mean the like non- the previous years? Yes, the one. Yeah, I yeah, mean, the, you could just tell us it's probably pretty close to that four point oh one, right? Uh three point nine. Okay, actually, it's pretty different. I'm yeah, surprised. big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Tud um, Tud still remains in striking in honking distance here <laughs> of the board. He's, he's coming he's in for to, a landing. He's trying to finish his third gate, and I, I know. I'm trying to start my by third. Yeah, <laughs> got to go to the store get my gate supplies. <laughs> well, speaking of gate supplies, what are you uh, drinking tonight? Hold on, let me go to the store. So this is a a beer that was sent to me recently by our good friend Jenna. So this came in one of her her most recent beer box to me. Nice. And uh, I'm looking at it. It's kind of Halloweeny still, so it's like you know, day after Halloween candy. <laughs> and the only way I see that is because there's a a parrot that's dressed as a pirate on the can. <laughs> a pirate parrot. Uh, but this is unclear future uh, from One Well Brewing out of Kalamazoo, Michigan. Um, there you go. The eight ball with the question mark on it. It's, my camera is not focusing. I don't really see the question mark, but I do see an eight ball. It looks like it has a bone through it. There it goes. Oh, it's spinning. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. yeah, yeah. It's spinning. Oh, okay. Okay. Spinning. He's got. He's like a basketballer with the eight ball on his index finger. It's got yep. a peg leg. Yeah. I don't think parrots even have fingers. They just have. Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't think they just think have feathers that look like fingers. You know. I think. It, yeah. I think that's what it is. Um. So yeah. So Jenna sent this to me. It's a milkshake IPA. Um. Six point three percent alcohol and. Uh, it says high fives over handshakes. That's pretty funny. I like that. And unfortunately, the can leads a lot to the ma- imagination. It doesn't give me any kind of profile. It just says milkshake IPA. I wonder. I hope it's a chocolate one. Um, and I just want to follow up. You know, I know Jenna sent myself and Tud boxes. Smooge, just as good as uh, as they were putting over. So for all you listeners out there, get you, get, get you some Smooge. It was, uh, it's very good. I actually finished... Um, I think I. Oh no! Oh no! It didn't. It didn't pop. Oh! <laughs> Crack the beer, but the uh, the pop top did not pop. You got all pop, no beer. Ow, ow. As all I pop, stab my, all pop, no top. As I stab myself with the uh, with the can. There we go. You know, I think um, I I am a big fan of like that style, but I don't think we should be calling them smoothie seltzers. It's not a seltzer. What What is it then? It's uh, uh, alcoholic beverage. 
It's a it's a it's a spiked smoothie. I mean, they have a they have a name for it, I think. Would you call it a malt liqueur? I don't know if there's any malt in it. Oh, that's true. I think that's what why they're calling them seltzers because they don't have malt in them. A I think fruit spiked. Liquor? I think spiked smoothie is the right way to, is the right descriptor. Spiked smoothie's not bad. Um, Pringly smoothie also not bad. Something that someone on the podcast might use to describe <laughs> it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will. It was. They were very good though. But uh, here it is. This is what it looks like. Be, big beautiful head on it. It's like kind of a beautiful looking beer right now. Just got uh, maybe a little bit too big a head. But uh, no such thing. No. no yeah. Not on this podcast. Yeah. The more head, the better. No, it does uh, look like if you were to try and drink that right now, your face would look like if you tried to drink a milkshake not through a straw. If you like exactly. to take a mil- regular milkshake <laughs> and bring it to your lips and try and tip the cup. That's what would happen. So I will say um, it's 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 a little bit – it may not see it over the webcam. It's a little bit lighter than I expected. It is hazy, um, but it's like a it's like a, a light, y- almost yellowish um, I, in, in, in real life. So I know it looks a little dark on the webcam, but, um, yeah, it's almost like, a, like, almost like a Bud Light, like if you were to pour Bud Light into a, into a cup. Ain't look um, like no milkshake I ever drank. Uh, th- you know, that's what I'm – Normally, with my milkshake IPAs, they're a little bit thicker, and this one did not seem to be so thick. Uh, so, except in the head department. Except in the head department, yes. Um, <laughs> this can is funny. Um, they have a, a logo that says Bigfoot Tested Wizard Approved on it, and I don't understand why, but uh, it's pretty good. Um, nope, webcam is not webcamming. <laughs> so there we go. It died down a little bit. It is a, still a very beautiful beer. The, it's a it's a very light, bubbly head, I should say, like big big bubbles in the head. So um, I'm curious what I'm gonna get out of this. <clears throat> My future is unclear. Um, I mean, I get some citrusy notes on the nose. I don't think these guys have a website that um that outlines all the stuff that you're supposed to be smelling in or tasting. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, I think I get like I get like a like a sweet orange on the nose. That's kind of what I'm going with. Um, so, but hey, let's see what the let's see what it tastes like. Hmm. You look a little skeptical over there, Chris. I am skeptical with my spectacles. Um. <laughs> I think I know. Reading the description of this beer, I think I know why you're skeptical. Oh, okay. Oh, you. Oh, so you you have information I don't know. Yeah. Um, I really don't know how it doesn't taste like a milkshake IPA. Like there's no lactose in it. I don't think. Uh, and if there is, I don't get it. Um, it's not thick like I've had in the past with milkshake IPAs. Um, it's hold on the, uh, I'm trying to like pick up a flavor. It's like kind of to me. I want to take another sip first. I'm trying to, I'm trying to divulge what's going on. So now I'm so curious because I have not looked this up. So I don't, I don't even know the information that Obert has. That should I look it up? It's there's coconut in this, isn't it? There's got to be there's something. There's something about it. That well, I'm just I, like I want to know what Ted Clea was about to say. Oh, sorry. Oh no, 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 no. You're good, but uh, I just you just stopped mid thought there, Todd. But you haven't pulled oh, it up, but yeah, no. I, I was gonna say I that I mean I think Chris kind of buried the lead there, but with 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 the tropical flavoring it wouldn't surprise me if there wasn't coconut in there 
but that was not my original thought. Um, I was just gonna. I was just curious to know. You know, without a lot of descriptor on it, you know, do you think Jenna may may have have sent you a little bit of a trick instead of a treat in mm. honor of the holiday? May, uh, or I mean, funny. <laughs> maybe maybe i mean there's definitely there was definitely something there and now i'm after second i like i'm pretty sure it's coconut um because it's throwing it off it throws everything off for me and okay. uh, i was like uh, i was like and i i don't i mean i i hope i hope it is now but so you're pretty sure there's coconut in it i'm pretty sure yeah but well I, there I there is i will tell you okay. that and i was Good. surprised that you didn't write like come off the bat and say because normally, if there's something that uh, taste you don't like in a beer, not just you, but anyone in particular, anyone in general, right? That's the first thing that you're gonna pull out of it, right? Well, I will say it it does blend like because you do get hit with citrus like right up front, and then it and then I get hit with the coconut, and that's what I think threw me off is like, did this go like I was literally like, did this just spoil? Like, did it go bad? <laughs> and like, this is what I'm tasting It's just this off beer. Um, so I mean, it's not my it's not my thing. It's not my bag, baby. Um, their like, their description on Untapped says it's been, often been compared to a pina colada. Uh, okay, I yeah. guess I could I could see that now. And I'm not a, obviously not a big pina colada fan, but um, how many pina coladas have you had in your life? Maybe one or maybe one, <laughs> one or two, depending on how drunk I was. Um, or if like someone was like, ah, try this pina colada, but nothing comes to mind, to be honest. Um, so, so I think it's fair to say that this was a trick. I think it was a trick, yeah. Because I don't know how to, I don't know how to rate this beer. I can't properly rate this beer. I don't think. Um, only right, because we'll just give you the tally mark and okay, then move on. Well, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I I went to the store. I got my my fence posts, my gate posts, and everything. Um, you should try this. I want, I want we have Dana. We have registered uh, coconut fan of of Chris's household trying I'm not, this I'm not, beer. T- I'm not giving her any information. Try this and let me know what you think. You can show her the can at least. It smells good. She says it reminds her of something. <laughs> it's like, do you like getting caught in the rain? <laughs> I don't get That's what it. Uh, it's not supposed to be pina colada beer, but there is coconut in it, which I didn't. Yeah. But you did you did, you you kind of like it, yeah. Right, yeah. Okay, she's she likes it. She, it. she says it's good, just uh, not juicy enough. But, um, yeah. So well, I, mean, I mean, just co- put the tally. Coconuts, coconuts aren't juicy. Just an FYI, they're milky. They are, I think. Um, no, I know, but like, there's still like you know you can have like a juicy fruit gum. Yes, I'm a big fan <laughs> of juicy fruit. <laughs> Um, so okay, I don't know. I don't know how to rate this beer. I don't even know if it's good as far as beer is concerned. Like for me, it's it's like I can drink the rest of this beer. It's not what I was expecting at all. Um, okay. Well, hypothetically, if there was an app dedicated to rating beers that you had on your phone and you had to use that app to check in this beer and, and give a it a rating, you'd say two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. And and I, I and again I, I don't think it's a testament to the brewers or or the beer itself. I think Your it's just personal. me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, uh, my future was unclear, and I guess came up with I hate it. Came up with uh, <laughs> with uh, not today or whatever a ask again tomorrow. <laughs> ask again tomorrow. Yes. 
<laughs> drink another beer came up on the eight ball. That's right. Um, I never got that one. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, that's my favorite one on the so yeah so I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna give it a two and a half maybe maybe two seven five if I'm feeling froggy but I'm not um, <laughs> okay um, right, and since we just decided to give me the tally mark now it's handles and stuff uh, honk 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 etc <laughs> um, yada, yada yada there are one thousand five hundred eighty one other people who rated this beer on Untapped okay wow that's a lot that's yeah. a lot um. How many of them don't like coconut? <laughs> that <laughs> to... information is unfortunately not on here. <laughs> that's not on a tapped? Come on. That's not a question that they ask before you write the beer. <laughs> but when you click on the rating, you can see the distribution of how many people rated it, what number. And there's no clear, like, bimodal distribution. There's no, like, second hump of, like, coconut haters down here in the lower <laughs> end. It's all pretty clear. Like, the average is the most common. Right in the middle of that hump is... Uh, is going to be the so average. hard for me. I know nothing about One Well Brewing. I know nothing about Unclear Future, and clearly the beer was not made for me. So, um, I don't. I would be surprised if it's over four. Um, three nine three is what I'm going with. No more coconut haters. Um, ah, tried this it. beer. More of my people. Yeah, three seven seven. Okay, all right. Including a three point two five from our friend Jenna who really did want to trick you. <laughs> she no. had this. She likes coconut. Had this. I, like, I will point out that Jenna, I think Jenna sent us, but outside of the smooches, I think yeah. Jenna sent us a lot of tricks because I believe that when she was on, she told us that she sent us some bottled uh, IPAs as well because she didn't like them. Have so, you, have you, have you tried those yet though, Ted? I did try one. They're, they're terrible. They are really bad. I it really is a hated marshmallow them. coffee IPA. I'm, I really honestly, Chris, next week we should bring them to the podcast. If you, still I drank have them both. I drank them back to back, so I couldn't. I didn't have to do it anymore. Like I, I might have to bring it on the podcast because it was, it was bad, but it was also really unique because it, it was coffee and marshmallow mixed together. I hmm. actually like. I actually like center uh, Marco Polo throwback to an old handle. I sent her a Marco Polo. I was like, did you send us these beers? And they were bad. I remember you telling And she's like, yep, those were them. I'm like, yeah, they're not. Not great. So thank you, Jenna, for the smooches. Um, <laughs> there are some other things in there that I, I'm excited for. This one just, there was a parrot on it. I, I don't know. I got lured away from, like, like, I, like so often in my life, I got distracted by the parrot. And uh, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> it happens. It just happens. <laughs> Oh man! Well, once again, Tud, uh, man of people, um, he does it again. I think the problem is we don't bring in good enough beers. You know, maybe that's it. Maybe that's once it. you get because you guys don't live in a beer mecca like I do. Once you get I mean, these beers, where you're like, Carolina. I don't know if it's a four point two oh or a four point two two, but I'm gonna guess four point two one just to be safe. It's like, well, come on, <laughs> right? Uh, I I bring a three seven seven stinker to the pod. Those are always uh, the hardest, I think, to yeah, get is when you're uh, is when it's that low. You're like, this could be all over the place. But I will mm-hmm. give you here we go, fifteen up top. It's funny how Tud like there we go, got, Tud like, n- never got any right, and then we got the whiteboard, and all of a sudden, I I disagree. I've been getting them right all all, all of a sudden. <laughs> oh man, but and I also technically now I have what eighteen. No, you have fifteen. 
Then there's there's the one in the box. Yeah, and, and then the there's one, the one above the box. The one above the box. Yeah. <laughs> so 17. Okay. Um. Yep. Anyway, um, I guess it's that time, guys. So do we? You ready to move on to these handles? I think sure. so. Yeah. All right. You guys sound so excited. If that's the case, um, <laughs> we're gonna let let Jordan serenade us over to that frosty mug. Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom. Mug of wisdom. Finish that motto. that clamato indeed jordan thank you as always wreck my podcast find him and his opinion on things from the 90s there um i don't know what else to say Todd, other than honk 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 man of the people manliest of the tud you win I i'm do gonna win. give you this ice cold mug what do you uh what do you want to do with it i'm gonna give it to chris as per usual and let and let chris give us his handle Okay. Yeah, no no problem. Mr. Handle 2021, the people have spoken. Um, back on top. Uh, I have a few things. I don't know what I want to do right now. Um, hmm. So, I'm going to go... Oh, I want to... I wanna, okay, so, here, here's... Mine isn't necessarily a thing so much right now as it is uh, something everybody should do. Um, and that's take care of yourself. Um, and I say that because, uh, recently I've gone through some health things, blah, blah, blah. And, um, I know a lot of people do, but, uh, let me just say, I feel better now than I have in like 15 years, maybe 10 years, not quite 15, but in a long time. Um, and it's, it's, it's just like, you know, if, if something's bothering you, if you're overly tired, if you're sick or something hurts or whatever, go take care of it i know i am not a fan of doctors and insurance and all that stuff i hate tests i hate all this stuff and i know we've talked about this a lot um uh either on the pod or off the pod uh, but uh like just take care of yourself go get so, go get it checked out um because eventually you're gonna start feeling a lot better hopefully <laughs> hopefully um and uh and it'll really change your life um so i mean that's my little spiel is that it's not it's not a thing it's not a something that or a game or anything like that but um yeah i feel i i i've made some changes in my in my life over the last like week and a half two weeks and uh i've just felt immensely better uh which is good so i'm very excited for that and uh so if you are out there and you uh 
and you're hearing this and you have you're you're thinking the same thing just take care of yourself because that is uh the most important thing you know so there it is i wanted to i wanted to do that you listeners take care of yourself because uh you have you have a podcast to support that's right (laughs) (laughs) without listeners we wouldn't be anywhere so right exactly exactly so yeah a little bit a little bit of a different one much like todd's mentioned in the past if you got a weird lump get it checked out yeah. If you're not feeling yep. something's wrong, you know, sometimes, you know, I have a mom who will make sure that I go and get that whatever it is wrong with me looked at. But not everybody <laughs> has that mom. So right. let us be that mom for you and say, you really need to get that weird mole looked at. You need to get that whatever is wrong with you. Lump, just, bump, mole, hole. Yeah, it, just, just, just. You'll feel a lot better knowing that mm-hmm. it's nothing, and if it is something, then you're definitely glad you caught it now. Right. And if if you're like in a perpetual state of exhaustion, go get it figured out <laughs> because <laughs> it makes a hell of a difference. Um, but yeah, so we are we are your Obert's mom. There we go. So, <laughs> so take care of yourself because we love you. <laughs> All right, Todd. All right. Yeah, you get to decide. Yeah, I'll go the- next. Um, I've got an I, I've got an iPhone game for everybody this week. Uh, Obert, this is a good one for you. I don't know if it's really going to be your type of game. Okay. Um, but it's a game called Threes. Have you heard of this game before? Oh yeah, I have. I've I I uh, I crushed this game. I gotta I gotta see if I can find my highest score right now. <laughs> okay. Cool. So what it is is it's a game of threes. I guess is the way that you it's so. It, picture a, a a game board with twelve spaces, four on the you know four rows of four, and what you do is you slide you know numbers to the left, right, up or down, and you attempt to everything. All there are three base um, tiles. There's a three tile, a one tile, and a two tile. And basically, the goal is that the one and the twos connect to each other, and they they form threes. And then from there, a three and a three can be matched together, and it grows to a six. And then two sixes can match together and grow to a twelve. Two twelves can grow together and match to a twenty-four, and so on and so forth. And basically, the goal is to get as high of a score as possible without running out of moves on the board. Um, and so the goal is to get, is to get as high as score as you can. And it gets really addicting the better you get at strategies of, of how to deal with with this messy board. And usually you start with anywhere between, you know, nine to eight spaces open and slowly but surely you run out of moves. And so you, you try to get as high of a score as possible. And my all time highest score is, hang on, is 9,213 points. Or is that like the highest number tile you got? That's points. What's the highest tile you got? 384. Just a amateur hour. You got a long way to go before you want to, before you want to <laughs> touch the king over here, my three thousand seventy-two tile. Okay, uh, you got a three thousand seventy-two tile. I did. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, my the achievements didn't work. My high score like didn't uh, didn't log. And I think I took a screenshot of it though. I'll send it to you. Um, but uh, it was an Apple Arcade game. I don't have Apple Arcade anymore, so I I can't show you. I can't look up my high score. But um, even though Ted's description of the game was kind of confusing, it is a very fun, addictive, simple strategy game um, of the kind that I like. And uh, 
Yeah, Ted, you have to add me on Apple Arcade as friends so we can we can compete for high scores. Except for the fact that you don't have Apple Arcade anymore. I mean, on uh, Game Center, whatever they call it, you know. But uh, I can second I can second this handle. It's a fun game. It uh, it reminds me of there was like a game that got hot a while ago. Ten twenty four, I think it was called, or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's similar, but a little. This is a little different. But uh, yeah, I, I download. I downloaded it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ho- it, does yours look like this? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Same. I didn't oh, know if you it should was be like able the... to get it without Apple Arcade, right? Uh, there's a free version, but you know that's why I got ads or whatever. I already I got as far as I wanted to get in it. It was fine. Well, it is a really fun game, and you can actually buy it too. If you're not an Apple Arcade subscriber, you can buy it for five ninety nine on the App Store, or there's threes free play. Uh, that's what I'm using right now. And so I will hand off the mug to Obert and let him share his handle for this week. Okay. Oh, friend request. Look at this. Boom. Okay, I'm gonna throw up a podcast handle this week. Um, we all listen to podcasts. I guarantee every person listening to this show right now has listened to podcasts before. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) this is one that I was recently turned on to through a, uh, RPG game that I play called Delta green. And the podcast is called pretending to be people. It is a, Role-playing game podcast, which I know will appeal to some of you. Some of you may be immediately turned off. Some of you may be like, what is a role-playing podcast? Um, It involves four friends around a table playing a paranormal murder mystery type game where uh, one person controls the game and and is the narrator of the events going on. And the other three people play uh, police detectives trying to investigate what's happening trying to figure out what's going on, what this mystery is. Um, it has really good chemistry between the friends. It's got good good music, the original soundtrack for the, the show. Uh, the episode lengths are, are right in that sweet spot that I like in like the 30 to 45 minute territory. And there's like a ton of back episodes to binge, which I like. Uh, you know, someone who's looking for a new a new podcast to catch up on. And I'm 13 episodes in and really hooked into this mystery and trying to figure out what's going on. And I George did it. I like the game Delta Green. I like learning about it. Um, So that's why I'm recommending Pretending to Be People as uh, a great show that is worth checking out if you like tabletop role-playing game podcasts or Delta Green or just podcasts in general. Um, If you don't like any of those things... Just stick with this podcast. We're, th- we're grateful to have you as listeners. <laughs> yeah. uh, see, like exactly the kind of thing I like. So yeah, definitely uh, def- subscribed. Definitely a co-host uh, recommendation for sure. Yep. And, I, yep. and I'm the exact opposite. And therefore I will do with the second, the second um, you know, recommendation. I'll stick with this podcast. All right. And so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will go first, and I will thank Definitive Brewing for their late-night raspberry marshmallow delight. Ooh, look at that. It rhymed. Mm. Thank you to One Well Brewing and Jenna for my unclear future. And I want to thank Fremont for their field to ferment. 
Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Also, make sure you head over to Discord and join the conversation in real time over there. Lively uh, discussion this week about um, Rocky Horror Picture Show and Heath Bars. Mm. It was a good one. Yep. Thanks, everybody who participated. And um, <laughs> yeah, check that out. Also, make sure that you head over to Patreon and subscribe for as little as $1 a month, 25 cents a week. You can get an extra episode of the podcast uh, available right in your feed that drops on Tuesdays. Also, make sure you're telling your friends, your family, your loved ones, everybody else who you care about, maybe people who you don't care about, about this podcast. That way they can join in and help support this podcast as well, because the more listeners we get, the better off we are as a podcast. Also, please make sure, if you are listening to the sound of my voice, that you head over to the Apple Podcast app and you give us a five-star rating and leave a review, because it does help other people who you may not want to tell about this podcast as well. Um... You know, you're listening on Thursday, so therefore, if you're a fantasy football owner, you know, Derrick Henry's out for the season. I've got no words for you. I'm in the same situation as you. And that's my fantasy football advice for the week. And with that, my name's Tud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. So who are you going to get to replace him, Tud? Not a clue. No? What about his backup? doesn't have a backup. No? They just got to run with 10 men on the field? Well, no, they, like, there is, like, like, they signed Adrian Peterson off the street. Like, they, they don't have a backup. There you go. And that's your, my Oberth fantasy football advice. Pick up Adrian Peterson, start him this week. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Find somebody else. Find a new team. Titans are dead. Down with the Titans. <laughs>